Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about lymphedema. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerodefinals.com slash lymphedema or in the vascular surgery section of the Zero to Finals surgery book. So let's get straight into it. Lymphedema is a chronic condition caused by impaired lymphatic drainage of an area. The lymphatic system is responsible for draining excess fluid from the tissues. The tissues in areas affected by an impaired lymphatic system become swollen with excess protein-rich fluid, and this is called lymphedema. The lymphatic system also plays an important role in the immune system. Areas of lymphedema are more prone to infection. Primary lymphedema is a rare genetic condition which usually presents in patients before the age of 30. It's the result of faulty development of the lymphatic system. Secondary lymphedema is due to a separate condition that affects the lymphatic system. The most common example is when a patient develops lymphedema after breast cancer surgery due to removal of the axillary lymph nodes in the armpit. Lipoedema is an important differential diagnosis and this is where there's an abnormal buildup of fat tissue in the limbs, often the legs. The feet are spared in lipoedema, so lipoedema doesn't affect the feet, whereas lymphedema does affect the feet. Lipoedema affects women more often than men. It can cause pain, psychological distress and significantly affect the patient's quality of life. Let's talk about the assessment of lymphedema. Stemmer's sign can be used to assess for lymphedema. The skin at the bottom of the second toe or the middle finger is gently pinched together using two fingers. If it's possible to lift and tent the skin, Stemmer's sign is negative. If it's not possible to pinch the skin together, lift it and tent it, Stemmer's sign is positive and this suggests lymphedema. There are several methods for calculating the limb volume. Circumferential measurements can be taken at various points along the limb and then used to calculate the limb volume. Another method is water displacement, where the limb is put into water and the volume of water that's displaced is measured, and this indicates the limb volume. And finally, pyrometry can be used. Pyrometry involves a square frame with perpendicular light beams that's moved along the length of the limb, and this measures the outline of the limb and can be used to calculate the limb volume. A technique called bioelectric impedance spectrometry can be used to measure the volume of fluid collected in a limb. Electrodes are placed on the limb and an electrical current is passed through the limb between the electrodes. The resistance to electrical flow through the tissues estimates the volume of lymph fluid in the tissues. Finally, there's a technique called lymphoscintigraphy, which is a type of nuclear medicine scan. A radioactive tracer is injected into the skin and gamma cameras, which is scintigraphy, are used in order to assess the structure of the lymphatic system. The radioactive tracer is taken up into the lymphatic system and shows up on the gamma camera. Let's talk about management. A specialist lymphedema service manages patients with lymphedema. Non-surgical treatment options include massage techniques to manually drain the lymphatic system, which is called manual lymphatic drainage, compression bandages, 
specific lymphedema exercises in order to improve lymphatic flow, weight loss if the patient's overweight, and good skin care to keep the skin healthy. Lymphaticovenular anastomosis is a surgical procedure that involves attaching lymphatic vessels to nearby veins, and this allows the lymphatic vessel to drain directly into the venous system. This and other surgical procedures are occasionally used where other treatments fail. The use of antibiotics are required if cellulitis or infection in the skin develops. Cognitive behavioural therapy and antidepressants can be used to manage the psychological impact of having lymphedema. A Tom tip for you, it's very important to avoid taking blood, inserting a cannula, giving injections or performing a blood pressure reading in a limb with lymphedema. The impaired lymphatic drainage and immune system function mean that these normally simple procedures can all lead to significant complications in somebody who's got lymphedema in that limb. Finally, let's talk about lymphatic filariasis. Lymphatic filariasis is an infectious disease caused by parasitic worms spread by mosquitoes. The worms live in the lymphatic system where they cause damage leading to severe lymphedema. This severe lymphedema is associated with thickening and fibrosis of the skin and tissues and is referred to as elephantiasis. This is most common in the tropics of Africa and Asia. A final Tom tip for you, it's worth looking up pictures of lymphatic filariasis as it's got a very typical appearance and it's a useful spot diagnosis to be able to make. Particularly if you end up doing any work abroad in the tropics of Africa or Asia. So thanks for listening to this episode on lymphedema. As always, a big thank you to Harry for perfectly editing the podcast and I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about abdominal aortic aneurysms.